Welcome to At The Table, where we are connecting entrepreneurs, discovering missions, and building communities with purpose, body, soul, mind, and business with Charlie and Heather with Women in Leadership. Surprise! This week's Mindset Monday is in two parts. That is how we're rolling this week. Keep going. Procrastination. After all, procrastination is one way to keep us from getting where we say we want to go. Most people who procrastinate will spend a lot of time and energy berating themselves for procrastinating. They will call themselves lazy and generally will make themselves out to feel they are a bad person. You are worthy. Believe you are worthy. And stop procrastinating. If you feel this, go back to the I am worthy. I can do this. I am smart enough. I think the brain hack tool here is the Mel Robbins five-second rule. So you know that you're having this trouble. So you have to trick your, basically trick yourself into going forward. So you acknowledge it and then you count backwards like a rocket ship, five, four, three, two, one, and do it anyways. Mm-hmm. that's a basic thing. And she, she has a whole book explaining the science behind it, whatever. But um, my son still uses this. And I taught it to him when he was around 11 and he's 17 now. So like this, this helps you get out of that, that stuck spot. So you're not lazy. You just start not choosing to take action. Mm-hmm. It's a different, yeah. Stop labeling yourself too. this next piece kept coming up this week when we were talking to other people and we stopped them in their tracks is resentment of another one's good resentment of another person's good um when someone else is doing well or having success we tend to judge ourselves based on compare or compare based on what they're doing you know we, we judge ourselves based on what other people are and are not doing. So if someone's doing well, it's like, oh, why, why don't I have that? Why isn't that happening for me? You know what? Get rid of that. That's Work awesome. from the heart with an abundance mindset. And you cannot believe the magic that happens. Like, it's so cool. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to <laughs> It really, it. really is cool. When you ha- allow for the allowing. Uh Allow for the allowing. I like that. (laughs) Also, self-worth opens many doors. Self-worth. So, yeah. So, self inside your internal work here again, right? This is that deep internal work, which is why we we drop some tools, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And when we criticize ourselves, we're really just putting a mask over, over what's happening. So what would happen if you peeled that mask off? Mm-hmm. Or oh, I could even see like doing a craft project of a mask and like writing my mask labels, like as I see them mm-hmm. on the mask. That, that sounds like really a really cool, cool project. <laughs> right? Right. Um, <laughs> Self-criticizing is totally missing the mark. Stop self-criticizing. Because you're judging yourself when you're criticizing yourself. Mm-hmm. And so just, just, are so you showing can... up 
doing your best every day, because we've talked about that with our four agreement tools, right? If I'm doing my best, I need to figure out how to have grace for myself. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, the other day I had a brain throbbing migraine. It was about 11 o'clock in the morning. We've had meetings back to back all day long. And I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't. And um, I knew that I had to take care of this migraine so that I could show up better later. So thank you, Heather, for, you know, taking all those amazing calls and doing the things. Um, And that's, it's really great that we have each other to lean on because I looked at Heather and I was like, I, I need to go lay down for a little bit. And I'm like, do it. She's like, do it. Because she saw me struggling and she saw me making myself suffer by trying to push through. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. So we were I, proud of you for, for acknowledging that in yourself. Cause it wasn't like I said, Charlie, you need to go lay down. No, you like, chose that for you. And it was like, oh my gosh, this headaches up here are all of the things I need to do. You have like a mini checklist. Did I drink my water? Have I eaten? Done, you know, all the things. Okay. I did all of those things. Now I need to go lay down. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what my body needs. Mm-hmm. And then you were able to rejoin life later and have yeah. a great night. Like, I went and laid down for a couple hours and rested. And then I was, yeah, I was able to re-engage and I did not necessarily feel bad. Um, but like for a minute there, my judge was trying to tell me, oh, you're not, what are you doing? You're being lazy. And I'm like, shut up. I'm taking care of myself so that I can do better later. Be quiet. Right. And sometimes you have to tell that voice to when you haven't listened to yourself and you haven't gone and rest, what happens? I end up in the ER. I guess and that wastes a whole lot head. more time, right? Right, and then you and know, you're miserable way longer. Yeah, and it's just awful. It's just awful. So instead of con- continuing my misery, I stopped it. I took care of what I needed to do so that I can reengage and move forward. So if that's something that you need to do for yourself, just do it. Just do it. Um, I like that. This 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 might be the just do it chapter. Just do it. Just do it. And you know, again, we talked about that self criticism, right? I started to criticize myself for going and laying down in the middle of the workday, and then I was like, mm, no, because I know that if I keep pushing forward, that it's not going to be good. Because I've been there. You weren't, you and weren't then, using it as an avoidance tactic. No. No, it was, it was definitely habit. not. You, definitely. You, and, and I feel like that somebody could judge themselves like, well, I just use that as avoidance. Mm-hmm. Well, well, are you? Are because you? self-care is not avoidance. Right. Self-care is not being lazy. Right. It is literally taking care of yourself so that you can show up better later. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And never feel guilty for self-care. Mm. Never feel guilty for self-care. Okay. In the infinity of life where I am, all is perfect, whole, and complete. I see any resistance patterns within me only as something else to release. Mm. They have no power over me. 
I am the power in my world. I flow with the changes taking place in my life the best, best I can. I approve of myself the way I am changing. I am doing the best I can. Each day gets easier. I rejoice that I am in the rhythm and flow of my ever-changing life. Today is a wonderful day. I choose to make it so. All is well in my world. All is well in my world. Mm. Love it. I love it. Guess what? The alignment of reading these two books together, you guys, The Secret Power of Yoga, we are talking about sustaining equanimity in chapter six of... Say say that again. Equanimity. Um, Perception of our true nature is often obscured by physical, mental, and emotional imbalances. These imbalances can promote restlessness, uneven breathing, worry, and loss of hope. These imbalances can be prevented from engaging by developing loyalty to a sacred practice. To preserve openness of heart and calmness of mind, nurture these attitudes. Kindness to those who are happy. Compassion to those who are less fortunate. Honor for those who embody noble qualities. Equanimity to those whose actions oppose our values. Slow, easeful exhalations can be used to restore and preserve balance or engage the focus on an inspiring object or cultivate devotion to the supreme, ever-blissful light within, or receive grace from a great soul who exudes divine qualities, or reflect on a peaceful feeling from an experience, a dream, or a sleep, deep sleep, or dedicate yourself to anything that elevates and embraces your heart. This is awesome because I I love this, like, um, being kind to those who are happy because mm-hmm. how many times have, have you had that judgment pop in there or like a snide comment or like that thought of they're better than me right so I'm going to be kind of snooty towards them is what I'm feeling yeah. Like, or, yeah yeah okay. so kindness to those who are happy You know, kindness to those who are happy. It's it can it's a practice to be kind to those who are happy because we tend to judge ourselves based on what they have or why they might be happy. And the example she uses in here is like you're hanging out on a on the beach, reading a book, just relaxing, having a great time, whatever, and somebody pulls up, sits next to you with a big old stogie and starts puffing away and not your jam, right? It's like blowing in your face and they're just them themselves. They're just having a great time, just being themselves. And instead of reacting and like, "Mm, dude, you know, negatively, like step, like you need to go. Like that's not okay. Coming from a place of, love and caring and and maybe saying something like I see that you are really enjoying your stogie I am 
also really enjoying my day at the beach. But would you mind creating a little bit more space so that the smoke doesn't come into into my space and bother me? Like, that is totally different than you need to take your smoke away from me. You know, why are you being so rude, right? It's totally like, different. And if you come at kindness with people, they're going to respond in kind, right? Right. A lot of people people in, in reactive mode will react in kind energy. Yeah. So if you come at somebody, they're going to come at you back. But if you're really kind... And I like that was really elegant the way really honoring your day, honoring their day, mm-hmm. and not trying to steal their joy, right? Right. That's not the goal. Don't steal the joy. That's not cool. Yeah. And then the next section talks about compassion for those who are less fortunate. We, we don't, don't know their story. <laughs> yeah. We don't know their story. We don't know what they've been through. We don't know what kind of battles that they have going on in their lives. I feel like it too, it reflects back our fears of what we don't want to have happen to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that sometimes these things pop up when I see someone who might be a drug addict. Mm -hmm. You know, or or homelessness. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. And it's like a judgment gets passed and put on them that has to do with our own fears and not being compassionate for where they are right at this moment. Right. Because they're human too. Um, she continues to talk about compassion for those who are less fortunate. And it's got this quote from the Dalai Lama. Through compassion, you find that all human beings are just like you. Mm. All human beings are just like you. And then we uh, get into talking about honor for those who embody noble qualities. I feel like this is the easy one for me. Um, Because we all have someone that we look up to or that is like a guru in in your life, right? Like uh, someone who helped you grow in a way, you know, those Mm. people usually embody noble qualities. Yeah. Right. Something you aspire or would like to have in your own life. Mm -hmm. Is that that where you're going? Yeah. 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 So um, one person that comes to mind for me and she's uh, local in Stomish is Karen Guzak. And if you have met her, she's an incredible human being. And I honor her because she embodies those noble qualities. And she is one of the most amazing, amazing humans I know. Um, So, you know. For me, these were like my personal, like I called my personal heroes. Mm -hmm. So there's qualities within people. And it doesn't mean that they're perfect. But they've shown up in my life in a way that was respectful and kind and helpful and very giving of themselves. Mm -hmm. And that those are my personal hero ladies, right? Mm -hmm. The hearts. um, They they, come to you with an open heart. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
And their giving usually is very selfless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Equanimity to those whose actions oppose your values. Ooh, this is good. We don't always agree with someone else's values or beliefs or whatever because of who we are in our own story. In our where we are in our story, where also right, right. Um, and we're human, so we all each one of us has a different point of view from where we are uniquely. Hmm. Yeah. So, again, that here from sorry, this got a quote here from Martin Luther King: "The ultimate measure of a person is not where they stand in moments of comfort and convenience, but where they stand in times of trial and controversy." The virtue of forgiveness is often misunderstood. There is a reluctance to grant it for fear that it will. Let the offender off the hook. But in truth, forgiveness is a natural stepping stone to compassion. It gives us the opportunity to free others and ourselves. To hold hatred in our hearts is to clamp them tightly closed. Though the wrongdoer may feel the effects of our hate, we often suffer the most if we encase it within our hearts for too long. We, if we are not forgiving of others' actions and deeds and what others may or have done to us, we're holding that resentment and hatred in our hearts. And to let that go is huge. I have. It hurts you to hold on to it. Yeah. Like you're giving them free rent in your heart and in your head. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually see a lot of this in my own family. Mm-hmm. Um, my stepdad was adopted when he was a kid. And um, his parents are both passed now. But even before that, I had never heard of them. I didn't know his backstory. I, I still know very little. And he's been my dad for 38 years. So, um, you know, I still know very little about his backstory because he held on to resentment and hatred for some reason way back when. And then also with my own family, after my grandma died, it was like, Um, anger and resentment like shattered the family and there's I have uncles and aunts who I haven't talked to in 13 years since my grandma died because they won't talk to anybody else like they something something happened and yeah yeah so yeah yeah something happened and they just don't I really like this um this last bit. So Charlie, um if you wouldn't mind reading this last section. Um the practice. Yes. Um so just breathe and um if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. Um you can always pause this part or come back to it later. It's always here for you. 
Um, but this is a great way to practice all the things that we've talked about today. Hmm. Because amazingly, these books, again, are synchronized. Like we cannot make this stuff up. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's so yeah. amazing how it goes together. I just, I love it. We didn't even plan this, you guys. Um <laughs> Experiencing using the right key to unlock the attitude and preserve openness of the heart and calmness of mind. (sighs) At the end of each day, take a few minutes to review the attitudes that you used freely. Mm. Was there a situation where you applied the incorrect key and did not unlock a feeling of peace? Yet perhaps in another situation, the correct key opened to an unexpected feeling of calmness. In a journal, write down the lessons as you experienced them. Reinforce the attitudes that you would like to incorporate into your life and alter the ones that no longer fit who you want to be. Alter the ones that no longer fit who you want to be. Continue writing in your journal for several weeks and then appreciate how you can blossom. So at the end of each day, take a few minutes to review the attitudes that you used freely. So you're going to create the awareness about how you're choosing to show up every day. So if you haven't worked on it as much as Charlie and I, <laughs> how you we're can still working it. on it, right? Absolutely. It's a practice, right? Um, you know, I was like blown away by like, I feel like I'm supposed to act upset, but I'm not like, you know, like, like what? Oh, that's weird. I feel, it felt really weird in my body. Like this feeling is not aligned with how I'm feeling or this reaction isn't aligned with how I'm feeling. And then that's your opportunity to change, right? Like there's no reason to get upset and have big emotions over something little. So and in that instance, there, yeah, right. No. 90% of it is small stuff. <laughs> Don't sweat the small stuff. It's Don't all small it. stuff. Have you heard that? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Don't sweat the small it stuff. Is. It's all small stuff. It's the little things that we do every day that create our lives. Mm-hmm. It's the little habits of reacting, of not reacting that we create, that create our life experience. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, what kind well, of life are you wanting to experience? Mm-hmm. And how can you step into your joy? Mm. Perfect. I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> On that note, well, we really, really appreciate you being here with us and starting your week with your mindset going in the right direction. Because you choose and you made the choice to choose. I love it. And I love you. And I love you, Charlie. I wish I could be next to you. (laughs) But I will be next to her soon. And um, stay tuned because we have some great announcements um, after this. But we love you. Namaste. Namaste. See you later. And now networking. We help these young women transition from high school 
into college. And ours is a unique program because we are helping them each year of college till they get that bachelor's degree or go into their chosen career. And so that mentorship goes on through college and actually after college, because what we have is we have two phases in our program. And that first one is getting them through high school to college, to their career. And once they're in their career, they're a now member forever with a free membership. And we have mentors in place, business coaches that help them to learn the essential skills to run an effective business. And so the mentoring goes on, the relationship goes on, and I'm sure that they will eventually also be mentors to the new kids coming into our program. We take the mystery and pain out of social media consistency for your business, giving you back time to shine in your zone of genius. Social media is the new branding. It deserves its own attention, thought, and effort. Yet so few businesses actually take this seriously and invest enough time on their strategy. We can do it for you at an affordable rate that will fit into your budget and allow you to pursue other revenue channels as well. The hardest part of social media management is keeping up the consistency to be seen and know what to post, when to post. Are you ready to have everything ready to go for you, saving you time and energy by not having to do it all yourself? Still getting your message out so that people get to know you, like you, and develop trust while opening yourself up to more time for the business of your business where you shine. Working with Women in Leadership, BSMB LLP, is a unique experience that bridges the gap from face-to-face to virtual relationship marketing. Not only do we love to help you shine in on social media, we love to share tools to help you grow with us, body, soul, mind, and business. Check out our podcast and YouTube channel for Mindset Mondays, Social Media Training Wednesdays, business interviews and special topics on Fridays, and weekly readings on Sundays. To schedule your consultation or podcast interview, head to our website, www.womeninleadershipbsmb.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you get our weekly readings on Sunday, our podcast, Mindset Monday, social media training with Heather on Wednesdays with a live Q&A, and guest interviews and special topics on Fridays. Thank you for joining us. Find out more and schedule with us online at www.womeninleadershipbsmb.com where you have a spot at the table. Thank you for joining in on the fun. Be sure to like and subscribe for more.